If you didn't bring a Bible with you this morning, hold up your hand. And we have extra Bibles. We'd be glad to let you use one. Hold up your hand if you didn't bring a Bible. And turn to John, the uh, 14th chapter. We'll look at two places. First John 2. We'll actually look at that first. First John 2. And then go over to John 14. First Epistle of John, chapter 2. And then Gospel account of John, chapter 14. We're blessed. So blessed. <clears throat> Wonderful thing. You know, not too many days ago, you and I didn't know each other. Right? A lot of us were in different states. <laughs> Geographically and otherwise. <laughs> And the Lord has delivered us, healed us, prospered us, given us each other, and so many good times of fellowship, right? And so many good things, answering our questions and showing us what to do and, and directing us and, so that our life will not have been in vain. Because it will be over in just a few more breaths. This is, uh, I, I suppose, the briefest thing we'll ever do. What we're doing right now is, I suppose, the briefest thing, shortest thing we'll ever do. Now, that's all we know. It's all we've experienced. So we think it's, this is it and it's long. But in a few days, you'll be looking back on this going, wow, <laughs> glad we made it through that. <laughs> And we will be in, in a place of glory without devils and demons, without disease or lack or poverty or pain or crazy people. We will be, and that's how we will be, we will be forever with the Lord, right? And so uh, now is time to work. This is not vacation time. Now, it's okay to have a rest day here and there, but by and large, you know, people talk about retiring. Retiring to what? You might retire from an occupation, but you don't retire from the kingdom, you know, until you leave here or the trumpet sounds. And so there's a job to be done, there's work to be done, and you have a part. I said, you have a part, and it's more than just sitting on a seat. That's for everybody. Nobody is called to just come to church. Everybody that begins to pray and get serious about God, they say, I feel like I have a call on my life. Uh, you do. Everybody does. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean you're supposed to, you know, stand behind the pulpit and teach and preach necessarily, but there are many things to do beside that. Everybody. Say out loud, everybody. Every believer has a call on their life to advance the kingdom of God. Every believer has a call. And uh, when you get serious about God, you'll find that out. It'll begin to come strong on your heart. You'll begin to get direction. Sometimes people say, well, I, I've never gotten anything. Are you willing to hear anything? Would you do it when you heard it? See, if you're not willing to do it before you hear it, you don't qualify to hear it. So uh, 
I thank God that He's given us a family that He told us He's growing us up quickly. Right? You know, if, if you only think about getting people to pay you more attention, you're a baby. That's what babies do. They only think about somehow getting you to do more for me, to pay me more attention. But when you grow up, how do you think? You think about doing for others, helping others. And I thank God that He's doing that in this church. We have, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on teams that are actively and faithfully ministering to each other. You know, how many babies, you saw these little ones up here today, little ones, how many little ones can a mama and daddy take care of? I'm talking about little bitty ones. You got to feed, you got to change your diapers, you got to, how many? Three, four, five. How about 30? How about 50? Huh? <laughs> I, see, I see parents that's got them shaking their heads. Go, uh-uh. No, not like mine. You ain't going to do 30. Exactly. And that's why many churches can never get beyond 30. Why? Because they they don't they don't have thirty strong believers. They got thirty babies, and babies want all your time. They want all your attention and all your time, all the time. They don't want to do anything except eat and cry, and a couple other things. <laughs> but, but. You cannot count on them to help take care of the house or the yard or the car or the business. All they're going to do is receive attention from you. And when they're legitimately little babies, that's okay. But that's supposed to change rapidly. Now, what if you have a lot of older children, you know, 14, 15, 18, 20, 30 years old? And they can help take care of the little ones. Now how many kids can you have? <laughs> like us, Phyllis says. And like that that's how something can really grow and expand and get bigger because uh, you've got older children helping take care of the younger ones. And you can expand. Now why, why am I saying that? Because of our future. I said our future. We have not arrived. Oh, no. We just got started good. Uh, are we supposed to increase? Are we supposed to expand? And that may happen in a number of different ways. Maybe different than you thought. But one thing's for sure. You need to grow up. Right? And not think about somebody paying you attention all the time. But see what you can do to help take care of a baby or a younger one. Right? And free up other people to take care of those that are really babies. Indeed. Did you find your scriptures? First John. Second chapter. I'm reading the, the English version. Verse 3. First John 2.3 says, If we obey God's commands, 
then we are sure that we know Him. How are you sure you know Him? If you obey His commands. If someone says that he knows Him, but does not obey His commands, such a person is a liar. And there is no truth in him. Don't just uh, imagine and, and conclude that people know God real good because they tell you how well they know Him. You know, don't believe everything you hear. And don't trust everybody you meet. Let me go over again that real slow. Don't believe everything you hear. I'm talking about coming out of the mouths of Christians. I'm talking about coming out of the mouths of preachers. Don't believe everything you hear. Don't believe everything you read. I don't care if it's a beautiful four-color cover, hardbound edition, and they got five letters on the end of their name. It can be completely wrong and ungodly and unbiblical. I don't care if they've got amazing presentation and uh, vocabulary and utterance and elocution. Check up on everything you hear. And don't trust everybody. You know, I've seen this error among Christians. We're believers. We're trained and taught to believe without proof. And we're training ourselves continually to believe even though you don't see, even though you can't prove it, even though you can't, you know, confirm it with something natural to just by faith believe. But that's God. <laughs> we're to believe God like that. Not everybody. You see people and you th and apparently they think if you're a good Christian and you have love and faith, you just trust people blindly. You're not supposed to trust people blindly. Yeah, but they're a believer, like I said. Yeah, but they got a fish sign on their card. <laughs> they're Christians. They're believers. And? That means you can do business without contracts and... They tell you they'll do it and just trust them? No. So many people have gotten so messed up, actually been ripped off and conned by so-called Christians, so-called tongue-talking faith people. Did you hear me? And it's their own fault because they didn't pray and they didn't ask the Lord. They just trusted somebody. You're not supposed to trust other people blindly. When do I trust them? When the Lord says you can trust them. <laughs> Which means you're still really trusting Him. <laughs> I lost some people, I guess. Why? It's easier to just blindly trust people and let them take care of it than it is to be led for yourself. But it'll cost you. That's how you can lose so much. That's how you can lose everything. Do not blindly trust people, including Christians. You pray. You hear from God. You be led for yourself. Right? I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Trust God. Watch others. <laughs> Watch others. 
With other people, it's okay to say, well, we'll see. Now, it's not okay to tell God that. You believe Him before he, before you see anything. You believe Him. When it comes to people, <laughs> this must be some new stuff for some people. <laughs> it's true anyhow. God did not tell you that it was love or faith in Him to blindly trust other people. That's a confusion. That's an error. We trust God like that. What do we do with other people? What He tells us to do. And uh, I, I, I guess this is important to stay on right now. Um, the Lord has spared Phyllis and I from... I don't know, half a dozen major times in our life in the last 30-some years of being ripped off. I know, you know, at least three or four major times, probably a half a dozen. And in, in a number of these, some of our friends lost a lot of money. And some very good people were ripped off. And some very good people that know God and, and know a lot of things about God were duped and ripped off. And the Lord spared us. We were about to do it too. You know, when, when people you love and respect are doing stuff, you're ready to jump on the bandwagon. But you better pray. I said you better pray. And you better be led. And uh, I know Phyllis and I, we were out of town. We were in another state where some people around us were excited about doing some things. We didn't have much money, but we were going to scrape what little we had together, and we were going to invest it in that and think, yeah, man, that sounds good. We're going to make a lot of money. And, uh, and you know, we're excited about it. And I'm praying. I'm checking my heart, and particularly the day before we're supposed to meet the people to invest with. I'm praying about it. I said, now, Lord, uh, I, you know, it, this seems good to my head, but uh, help me out here. And uh, I said, what about these people? What about this? And this is what he said to me. I don't mean to heard an audible voice. But he said to me, I haven't said anything to you about them. I thought, hmm. He hasn't said anything to me about them. And he went on to say, so you have no reason to trust them. He hadn't said anything to me about them, so I have no reason to trust them. I thought, that's interesting. And I'm waiting before the Lord. And he reminded me of what happened with Peter. And Peter, everything told him to stay clear of the Gentiles. But when the Lord sent those from Cornelius' house, does, is that right? the centurion, and he, uh, he said to Peter before he ever met him, he said, go with them, nothing doubting, I sent them. You remember that? He said, I sent them. Now when the Lord says, I sent them, go with them, can you trust it? Yeah. Now you, now you can get in on this. But what the, what's the Lord saying to me? I didn't say anything to you about these. So you have no reason to trust them. 
Brother Hagin used to say all the time, I go as much by what the Lord doesn't say as by what He does say. If the Lord doesn't direct you to do it, that's reason enough not to do it. Y'all with me, friends? And so we were all primed to do it. I mean, we're primed. And there's, so, there's a bunch of people around us that are dumping big money into it. And, and we're excited with a man, what a good return. It must be okay. Other folk are doing it. And when he said that to me, I talked to Phyllis. I said, whoa, whoa. We've got to put the brakes on this deal. The Lord told me he didn't say anything to me about them, so I have no reason to trust them. So I, I began to look at it differently. And we went ahead and had the meeting, but I began to ask some questions they were uncomfortable with. They said, well, just give us the money. On such a... I said, well, no. Uh, we will bring the money to the place, and, we, and you can show us the thing, and we'll do the thing. Oh, no, no, you have to trust me, and you can't do that. And Well, we'll fly out there and look at it. We'll do it right now. No, no, you can't do that. And then the next day they informed us that it was over. They couldn't let us in. We asked too many questions. Christians. Bible toters, tape players, tongue talkers, crooks, crooks, liars, and thieves in sheep's clothing. Did you hear me now? I don't care if they go to this church. I don't care if they know so-and-so and they're friends with so-and-so. You do not blindly trust them and give them your money and trust them to do the right thing with it. You trust God, not them, God. If He says, I sent them, go with them, now you can go. If He doesn't. And I mean, that kind of thing has happened for us just by the mercy and grace of God. I know three or four major times, maybe a half a dozen, and we didn't lose money. Other people lost money, a lot of money. We didn't. Thank God. I said, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And that was not in my notes anywhere. Not like we had a lot of extra time. <laughs> but you know, we want to be led. I know when I first started preaching, uh, I'd, I'd do that sometimes. I'd, I'd say, well, no, this is not my message, but. And I must have said that a hundred times. Well, this is not my message, but. And like Brother Hagee used to say, side journey. we take a side journey. And uh, finally, I must have said it for the 500th time. Well, this is not my message today, but... And the Lord interrupted me. I don't mean I heard a voice, but inside me. He said, Son, if I say that's your message, that's your message. I said, Right. That's Actually, it is my message today. I just didn't know it till now. <laughs> you got your plan and you got his. Uh Go to John 14 if you still got that place.
When people just look at you and say, trust me. Or they look at you, you ask them, you know, questions, and they just say, well, just have faith. Your, your, your faith people, just have faith. Let's just believe God that all this is going to work. Have faith in what? They're saying, have faith in me. Just trust me. Just give me all your money and don't ask any questions. Because <laughs> we're believers. And just have faith. Ooh, miracles are going to happen. <laughs> you about to go to the cleaners. <laughs> you about to lose what you got. No. Unless the Lord prompts you to do it. Unless He moves on you and directs you. You got no reason to trust that or them in that situation. So don't do it. Sit back. God's got another way. Greed, covetousness blinds people. Even good people. They get dollar signs in their eyes. And they hear about those big returns. And sense goes out the window. You might know what I, I, Phyllis and I have seen it. We've seen otherwise intelligent people. Good people. Godly people in so many ways. And they start hearing about that big return. Oh, that big return. You put in that amount and man, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll multiply it. We'll double it. We'll uh, 20, uh, you know, fold by uh, the end of the year. You know, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do the other. And it doesn't make sense. There's no reason to believe it. But all they can hear is 20 fold. And they get dollar signs in their eyes and go, whoo, 20 times. They're going to turn my, uh, my 10,000, you know, into 200,000. They, they're going to turn my 100,000 into a million in a month. And then they start spending the money in their mind. Oh, man, I'm going to take that 900,000 and I'm going to buy me a new house and I'm going to do this and I'm going to give to the church. And they think that justifies everything and missing God by hollering, I'm going to give to the church. You ain't going to give to the church. You're going to lose what you got. Dollar signs in the eyes. Covetousness. Covetousness. And you, and you, can, you can tell these con artists. I'm talking about church-going people. Bible toters, scripture quoters, criminals with nice clothes on that say hallelujah and brother. They say brother a lot. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. And it's always around the next corner. All we need is another 10,000. Just keep the faith. Keep the faith. We're so close. We're so close. We just need another 20,000. And, and, and that'll do it. That's all we need. And then a month goes by. And nothing. And another month. Don't, don't, don't give up. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. But we need another 10. We, we just need another, we're, we're, we're on, I mean, I, I, I was on the phone today, 
all day. And we, we got everything in motion. And we're just waiting on this and, and just keep believing. And give us another 5,000. You're a fool if you do. God is a God of prosperity. He is a God of miracles. Hmm? And when He tells you something, you need to believe it without seeing a thing. And hold on to it forever. Right? But you don't trust every human being like that. And you certainly don't trust people you don't even know. And the Lord hasn't said anything to you about it. No. You just smile and go, nope. Nope. <laughs> Are you going to miss out on this money? Well, show me. I'll, I'll shout for you when you get it. And yet, that doesn't mean that you get so skeptical that you don't believe anything can happen. We are believing for miracles. Right? We are believing for amazing things. We're believing for all our debts to be wiped out. We're believing to get our houses and buildings and land. It's happening. It is happening. You hear it. It's happening. It didn't happen. You know that testimony she read today? It didn't happen through a con. And you notice this, it wasn't through somebody come trying to get her to do something or them to do something. You, you'll notice you've got two kind of people in this world. Talkers and doers. These people, it's always talking the big deal. Watch them. They're talking, talking, never giving. They're always talking about what they're going to do. Oh, they're going to do all this amazing stuff for you. Talk, talk, talk. People who really are givers don't do that. Phyllis and I are givers. You know that. We've demonstrated it. If I'm going to give to you, I'm not going to come and talk to you and brag six months before I do anything. Did you hear me now? If I'm going to do something, I'll do it without making a call. It'll just show up. That's the way real givers are. They're not going to talk and bend your ear and brag, tell you what all they're going to do. That's a sign somebody's just full of hot air. And they're not going to do anything. And they, you know, it sounds like faith to people that don't know what faith is, but it's not faith. It's just a bunch of talk. We've got the real thing. Hmm? And we've got the Holy Spirit. And none of us should be duped and deceived. Right? None of us should be robbed and taken of our money and our seed. None of us should be. If we listen to the Lord, we won't be. But you must not get dollar signs in your eyes. And you must not play big shot. Hmm? Are you all with me? That's why a lot of people get in trouble. Trying to play big shot. Not only do they get dollar signs in their eyes, they get affluence in their eyes. Of rubbing shoulders with this one and that one. And they get blinded. And they, they borrow when they shouldn't borrow. To try to get things that make them look like they're at a certain status financially and materially. And that's how you go down, my friend. You're not, that's not prosperity. Interest is chewing up all your increase. No pretend. 
you know, people who, uh, who are, are doing that, they're not really prosperous. That's why they're trying to put on a show of prosperity. When you are prosperous, you don't have to try to prove it to anybody. Hmm? You're not trying to impress anybody. Don't try to impress. Just be. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> well, if you can turn it off, turn it off. The Lord's led us a different direction today, but it's because He cares about us. He loves us. And it's a grievous thing that people are lying and conning and stealing in His name, isn't it? That's grievous. And it's ugly. And uh, Phyllis and I care about you. And I I did not say one word I said today because I heard something. Had no intention of saying any of this till I got up right now. And I don't know everything that's going on and don't need to, unless the Lord wants me to know, don't want to know. So don't come running to me and don't look at somebody and say, who told him? Nobody told me anything except the boss. Right? And I'm not trying to put anybody down, come against anybody, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of this junk going on. And people are being hurt. And uh, the thing is, people are associating it with God. And it's got nothing to do with God. It's got nothing to do with godly people or faith. People are calling it faith. Just trust God. It's got nothing to do with trusting God. Faith in God is based on solid Word of God. What He said. You don't just pull something out of the air and say, I'm going to believe that to happen. That's not faith. Faith has got to be based on something solid. You can't believe that I'm going to do something for you unless what? Unless I told you I would do it. Unless you got that word, you can't believe it. And and that's the way with God and with everything. So uh, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be harsh. But uh, just do not be gullible. And don't be a fool. And don't mistake Christian faith and Christian love is the same as blindly trusting people. That is not the same at all. Stand on your feet and let's pray over this thing. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God who keeps us safe. (laughs) Saves us from loss. Somebody said, well, I don't, you know, I don't know of anything that this would apply to. Hey, the, the day ain't over. <laughs> you may find a lot about this in the days to come. You know, God is never behind. We're not ignorant of Satan's devices. So uh, take heed. And it may be that you could help somebody that wasn't here today. Right? Or that don't even go here. That you can help tell them, oh no, honey, that's not faith in God. That's not trust in God. Ask some questions. Check them out. And don't do a thing unless the Lord directs you to. Right? No matter who they are. Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you. Many good things have happened. People have come to you. They've come back to you. They've gotten built up. Our precious little ones, the blessing of the Lord is on them. 
And we thank you that your hand is on them for good throughout their life. And I pray that these words that you prompted me to say, because I know I had no intention of saying them, that you would cause them to become very clear now and tomorrow and the days to come in everyone's mind and heart what it means to them and how they are to hear it and what they are to do with it. And we ask you for wisdom and we ask you for discernment. Everybody said out loud, I ask you, Lord, for wisdom. And I ask you for discernment to see what is right. And what is wrong? What is you? And what is not you? And I purpose to not be led astray by men and women, but to wait on you and follow you alone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just praise Him a little bit. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. 